Day one of the draft is complete. The Blue Jackets have two new prospects, both on defense. We're going to be talking about them today and also taking a look at what might be ahead of us in day two of the draft today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you stories, news, trials, tribulations, emotions, etc. of your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And uh, we're going to be doing that today because there's two brand new Blue Jackets on the block or not on the block. That sounds like they're on the trader block already. There's two new Blue Jackets back in town. I'm mixing up my metaphors. It's fine. We're going to be talking about those today. First, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, then uh, maybe you should be. Make sure you check out my immediate draft reactions to both David Yurichek and Denton Matejchuk over there. But uh, we're going to talk about them here today. Now, we'll start off with David Juracek. Uh I'm thrilled that David Juracek fell to sixth. Um, the draft got really weird really fast, uh, and I was really excited by that. I always, always root for chaos. Um, Simon Nemich going second overall, like, yes, I love it. Uh, Shane Wright dropping to fourth, like Shane Wright playing with a chip on his shoulder is going to be so, so fun. Um, super, super excited for that. But David Juracek, I genuinely didn't think he was going to be here at six. So I had done all of my assumptions, all of my draft preparation, looking at, you know, guys like Matt Savoy, guys like Cutter Gauthier, uh, guys like Frank Nazar. None of those guys ended up being Blue Jackets because we got David Juracek at six. And yeah, like I say, I'm really, really excited. I think this kid is going to be a stud. He is uh, probably Zach Wierenski's defense partner for the next 10 years. We can hope. Maybe slightly less. But um, the the scattering port on David Juracek is really, really fun, really positive. A big, mobile defenseman can play both ends of the ice. Um, put him on the penalty kill, put him on the power play, put him on even strength, give him as many minutes as you want. Apparently he's a real pain in the butt to play against as well, which is good. I think the Jackets needed a little bit of meanness, not too much. I don't know that they needed, they need to go out and get some fourth line goon, but a guy like Juracek, who's not afraid to throw his weight around, I think is uh, exactly what the Blue Jackets need. Not that I think they got bullied. This season, uh, we're going to do an episode on that at some point because it really annoys me that there's this weird atmosphere around the Blue Jackets that they need some grit and some sandpaper and some meanness because they got bullied this year. Because I don't think it's true, but that's that's not this episode. Um, Eurocheck is. Uh, I just I can't say enough good things about David Eurocheck. I am so, so, so happy that he is a Blue Jacket. He actually, I had him ranked second on uh, the list of players, 
like overall uh, it was Shane Wright and then it was him. So the fact that he's here at sixth is again, just super, super incredible. Um, he had a, he got injured uh, this season. And so I think that was the big, the big thing about Irichek was he missed a lot of the season due to a knee injury at the world juniors. And uh I think that made a lot of people wary. I think that's probably why Nemec went before him. But I'm not. I'm not mad about that. Not at all. Uh, he is. I'm just like I said. I'm just really, really excited about this kid. Uh, Eleven points in twenty nine games playing in the Czech League. Uh, he had seven points in seventeen games for the international. That's the under twenties and the World Championships. Uh, he. He's just really, really good and fun. Um, in terms of things that he needs to improve on, um, it, there's not there's not a lot, honestly. Um, a lot of uh, some of the scouting reports have talked a little bit about um, his skating. He's a really strong skater but his acceleration, so his first kind of two, three strides need help. Uh, his decision-making also, um, but that I think is something that you put him into the Blue Jacket system and teach him those systems, and I think he's really, really going to flourish. He can be a top-two defenseman on the Blue Jackets. Uh, I said in my immediate reaction last night that I think he could be a replacement for Seth Jones, and I stand by that. Um, I want to see him and Zach Wierenski glued to each other as soon as Jiracek makes his way over to North America. And honestly, I could see that happening as soon as this season. I think he could play in the NHL in October. I really do. Like, that might be a hot take. That might be a wild prediction, but I'm standing by it. Um, so that is... That's David Juracek. Super, super excited. Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk about our other newest defense prospect, Denton Matejchuk, who I'm also very excited about. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online because they are your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, uh, including Major League Baseball, uh, NHL futures. They're already odds for who's going to win the Stanley Cup next year. They've got football there. They've got boxing. They've got UFC. They've got golf. They've got every kind of sport that you could imagine. They are your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And they remain the best spot for all your podcasts and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events. So head to the website today. Once again, that is BetOnline.net. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Because BetOnline is where the game starts. So let's talk Dead Matejchuk, who I uh, very recently talked about with uh, Joel Henderson over uh, from Puck Preps. So uh, let's, let's talk about that. Because there was a lot of... Not necessarily red flags in Matejchuk's scouting report that I got from Joel, but a lot of things that made me think, okay, this feels like a very un like pick. But talking to a couple of scouting guys, talking to some experts, uh, one of them was like, if they've drafted him, they have a plan for him and his development, and he's going to be incredible. So that makes me super excited, super happy. Um Matejchuk is a very different defenseman 
to Juracek. Uh, I think I, don't, I think he probably projects as a middle pairing guy. I would love to see him with Vladislav Gavrikov. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, he doesn't. He's not huge. He's not going to throw his weight around. Uh, but he's got a lot of skill. Uh, people call him. Uh, people talk about like a modern defenseman a lot, and that's that's my take. Chuck. He had sixty four points in sixty five games. Uh, he can run the power play if he needs to. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily put him on the penalty kill, but with Wierenski, Yerchek, Gavrikov, and Beek, I think the penalty kill is uh, looking pretty solid. And uh, in terms of Matejchuk, I think if you pair him with, like I said, a guy like um, Vladislav Gavrikov, let him be a little bit more defensively responsible and just kind of let Matejchuk free to roam wherever he wants. Uh, and we continue our longstanding tradition of the Blue Jackets having only Rovers and Vladislav Gavrikov. Um, in terms of his, like, downward... Not downward, what's the word I want? Uh, in terms of the things he has to improve on, um, he needs to improve his decision making a little bit i think and again that's something that i think a lot of young defensemen struggle with uh i feel like he does a lot of things that work really well in the whl where he plays for boost jaw not necessarily the same uh and and won't necessarily work out the same way in the nhl and i think that's something that and that's something we talked about a lot with joel actually of is his game nhl adaptable um, and honestly, I wasn't 100% sure, but now that Kekalainen has come out and drafted him, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe maybe they do have a plan. Maybe, like, the, this seems... I, I keep going back to what um, Sam McGill again said, which was if they drafted him, they drafted him for a reason, they have a plan for his development. So I'm, I'm putting my faith in Kekalainen. He so rarely steers us wrong in the draft, especially in the past few years. So, uh, again, super, super excited to look at Matejok's development. Uh, probably, I again, I talked about this last night in the immediate reaction, probably a slower project than Juracek. I don't see him playing in the NHL in October. I could see him maybe another year or two in Moose Jaw until he turns 20 and then a couple of years in the NHL to finish developing. I don't see him as an immediate option, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but he feels like a guy that is going to be part of that next wave that you start bringing in. Obviously, the Blue Jackets have got a lot of very young defensemen at the minute. They're going to get older. They're going to get better. Um, and as kind of Zach Wierenski starts to get a little bit older, starts to get closer to 30, that's when I could see Matejcho kind of come in and really make an impact in this league. Um, so I was surprised by the pick. I'm not mad about it, but I was very surprised because, like I said, it's a very Onyama Kakalainen-like pick. And uh, I'm really interested to see where where this goes. I'm super interested to see how Matejcho continues to develop and uh, that's so. That's kind of my little my little scouting report on uh, on Matejchuk. Um, in a minute, we're going to take ahead. We're going to take a look ahead to today. We're going to go over which picks the Blue Jackets have. We're going to look at some guys that are still available that might be available at forty uh, fourth, which I believe is the Blue Jackets' next pick. Uh, that's what we're going to have next on Locked On Blue Jackets. 
Okay, let's talk today's draft. Uh, the Blue Jackets have a bunch of picks today. Uh, their next pick is going to be at 44th, which is about 12, which is, uh, 12 picks into the second round. So about a third of the way through, which is pretty pretty good. Uh, they then pick again at 96th. Uh, this originally belonged to Tampa Bay. Uh, we got this from the... David Savard trade, there was some... It's a very confusing everything, but... Uh, so we got our third round pick, we got a fourth round pick, and then we have uh, a seventh round pick. So there's going to be four more baby blue jackets coming uh, in the next the next little, little while. Um, it should be... It should be fun. The 44th pick, I think, is going to be really, really intriguing. Um, there's a bunch of guys that are still on the board that I did not think would be there. Um, and then, you know, there's there's some names like Lane Hudson, for example, is a name that I think Blue Jacket fans should keep an eye on. Um, Owen Beck is a guy that I think uh, Blue Jacket fans should keep an eye on. There's so many... Again, this draft has been super, super weird. Um, I... I don't understand. I don't understand what uh, what is going on. Um, after Shane Wright dropped to fourth, I was fully prepared for this to be like just crazy. I'm just pulling up a, a list of uh, of players to make sure I haven't forgotten anyone that could be uh, could still be there. Um, Jagafurkus is another name that I think is really, really intriguing. Um, there's a guy called Callio Delius as well, who I did a uh, profile on. Uh, everyone's favorite name, Gleb Trikasov, is still available. There's a ton of guys that are still available for the Blue Jackets that I think is uh, a really, really good option. Um, obviously, a lot can change in the next 12 picks, but as we've discovered, uh, they kind of do what they want. Um, and every team has kind of done what they want. Like the fact that Brad Lambert made it all the way to thirtieth is bonkers. Like again, he was a guy that I was like, the Blue Jackets should take at twelfth. Um, I'm happy that Matejuk did went at twelve, but I was like, man, we could have had Nazar or Lambert. They were both available, and they both went to different teams. But that's that's fine. That's how the draft goes. You can't have every prospect that you like because that's not how that's not how it works. Otherwise, I would have like seventeen new children right now. Um. But yeah, the draft. I'm 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 not as excited about today as I was yesterday. Obviously, the first round is more is more exciting. It's more flashy. But I think this is a chance for Kekalainen to really shine and really pick up some guys that maybe haven't had as much attention. And maybe you know, I feel like you know, last year we got Stanislav Sozal at like 69th overall, which uh, phenomenal that he dropped that far. Um, and I could see the Blue Jackets going out and getting someone else that has kind of fallen through the cracks thus far. So uh, that's that's kind of my feelings about the draft today. Uh, we may have a bonus episode tomorrow where we talk about today's draft if I can figure out my schedule. But I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Tons of tons of uh, information on Yurichek and Matejchuk is going to be over on the Twitter. Um, I've been retreating scattering reports, uh, my own draft profiles that I did with Sam McGilligan and Joel Henderson. Uh, just a ton of stuff about the newest Blue Jackets are over on the Twitter, so make sure you go check that out. 
uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, uh, we're going to do a mailbag on Monday, I think, about the draft, about uh, some new contract signings, about all these kind of things. We'll do a mailbag Monday. So if you have questions for that, email them to lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. I got a ton of traction uh, last night, and I'm having uh, I'm having a blast doing this draft coverage. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it as well. Uh, so thank you for listening, watching, subscribing, liking, commenting, etc. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.